Live from South Florida, the Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD. Well, it is 11.04. Happy Thursday to you. Another beautiful South Florida day. We got that going for us. Hopefully you don't have Florona. Florona. If you've not heard that term, it's uh, what goes on when you have both the flu and COVID-19. The old Florona. How pervasive is this? What what goes on here? Well, here to, to talk about this and, and help us understand, Dr. Fab Mancini. And you may visit his website, which is drfabmancini.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us. So uh, how many people you think have the flu, Rona? Well, Brian, it's such a pleasure. I can tell you right now that it's just beginning to be seen. Uh, there was a study uh, that just came out, a report out of Texas with the first documented case of a child. Uh, and thank God it was a mild case that the child was sent home and is recovering from home. But one of the things that we're recognizing is that this flu season has been a little bit stronger than the one last year because the focus last year was the coronavirus and we weren't reporting necessarily uh, all the flu that we were seeing in the years before. Well, this year, the CDC is actually reporting more cases. The week of Christmas, it was over 5,000 cases alone uh, and over 1,800 hospitalizations just from the flu. So now that we're seeing that the flu symptoms are very similar to the coronavirus symptoms, uh, we're beginning to see that some people are presenting in our hospitals with a combination that they have both diagnoses, and that's what they're quoting the fluorona. Good times. I mean, that, that sounds like a bad day multiplied. So for people who are, are contracting both viruses simultaneously, uh, are the, the symptoms necessarily worse as a result? Well, that's the interesting thing. So far, we're not seeing that. What we're seeing is the fact that we are recording it as a two double diagnosis instead of labeling one or the other. And so that's why I think it's very important that if you begin to have the flu symptoms, don't panic necessarily, but make sure that you get tested because that is one of our uh, best opportunities now to identify whether you are actively having the coronavirus or not. Uh, A lot of people may just be having the flu. And don't forget to use common sense. Right now, the challenge is that a lot of people are not necessarily dressing appropriately for the weather that is very unpredictable. In Texas, I mean, one day we're at 35 degrees, another day we're at 89 degrees. And I know many parts of the country are experiencing uh, unprecedented weather. So make sure that we're dressing appropriately and make sure that if you do begin to feel those symptoms, that you actually go see your provider and identify whether this is just a flu or it could be a combination of both. Not not to rub it in, you know, Dr. Mancini, but I I will say, I mean, this morning it it did actually get down to low 59 overnight, so I actually put on long sleeves today. So I did do that. It's 72 and sunny right now. I mean, you know, so that's really, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, might might turn the seat heater on today on the way into work, but uh, now I hear you. Um, So... I want to run through this this door real quick since you you kind of opened it. We continue to see the Omicron variant. Um, the severity is less than other strains of COVID-19. We know that the most pervasive form of the, the flu virus, H1N1, over the past hundred or so years 
That was behind the Spanish flu, 1918. I mean, at, at what point uh, is there really no difference between, at least the impact to somebody, between contracting the flu as opposed to perhaps Omicron? You know, it's interesting because ever since, uh, you know, I've been looking at all the data and all the science behind this virus that we call coronavirus, and it's just very unprecedented. Uh, typically, when a virus comes in, uh, the variants of the, vari- the, vi- the virus don't seem to be stronger. Uh, they don't seem to be spreading quickly. And we're seeing that the Omicron is actually milder, but it's, not necess- it's also spreading, according to the CDC, rapidly throughout the United States. And even though they're still evaluating it, so the challenge is that, uh, in my opinion, we shouldn't panic. Because when we panic, I think a lot of times we are making choices based on fear rather than understanding and knowledge. And what I try to recommend individuals to do is to become aware, uh, you know, use your common sense, you know, make sure that you're keeping up with what's happening out there. But I really don't feel that we're going to see this fluorona become something that as scary as it sounds. You know, right now that we're seeing it in the media, we're seeing people talk about it and write about it. Uh, and it may be a little bit, it's like a bad cocktail, you know, having two viruses at once, but it's <laughs> yeah. necessarily we're not really seeing at this time more concerning symptoms that are creating a panic. Uh, but what we do want to do is want to make sure that we empower individuals. Like as a holistic provider for the last 35 years, you know, I keep recommending people to make sure that remember that the body has an immune system that is designed to support you during these difficult times. And and that immune system, we know that by science, that exercising regularly helps support your immune system. Eating more organic and, and less preserved foods and less sugar helps support your immune system. Drinking more water, something that simple, helps mm-hmm. support your immune system. And when it comes to supplementation, the, during the last two years, we have seen an overwhelming evidence of science that I call it the immune trifecta, vitamin C, zinc and vitamin D. Those are the three that we want to make sure that we're taking on a daily basis in order to support uh, the immune body as it's going through this difficult time, especially during the winter. And, and of course, sleep. You know, right now studies are showing that because people are not sleeping long enough, their immune system is compromised. Well, try to sleep a little longer if you can. And also meditate and pray. A lot of times we forget that just calming our brain down allows the body to recover faster and it makes our immune system stronger. Uh, and those are the recommendations that we have been using where a lot of people actually are staying strong in their immunity during this difficult time. I love it. I mean, that's that's all great advice. Talking to Dr. Fadman Sini, you, you got me thinking. We typically don't measure. It's not like we had flu testing sites or cold testing sites in, in times previous and, you know, you just get sick. You're like, oh, it's the cold. Oh, it's the flu, whatever. How how common is it when there are multiple viruses out there during, like, a typical flu season outside of, you know, COVID for somebody to perhaps contract the cold and the flu at the same time, maybe not even realize it? I think it's uh, especially in the early stages, uh, we noticed that a lot of people that were showing up positive of the coronavirus were uh, not uh, showing any symptoms. So I think it's important to understand that the coronavirus has really impacted the people that are labeled health compromised. 
So we're seeing a big amount of uh, individuals with obesity, diabetes, uh, neuropathy, those kind of conditions that are shown that those are the ones that are actually showing the most difficult uh, symptoms. Of course, then we have those respiratory conditions like pneumonia and bronchitis and allergies that whenever they have those conditions, they tend to be more susceptible to the virus than if they are healthy. So to me, uh, you know, for 30 years, I've been asking thousands and thousands of people, tell me the three things you value the most in your life. And Brian, you won't believe this. Less than 10% of the people ever said health is a top priority in my life. Hmm. Less than 10%. Today, it's yeah. over 80% of the people that are saying, I am focusing on my health because I'm concerned. I'm afraid. So I think that's Good a positive point. thing. You know, so make sure that it's you really are putting yeah. health as an emphasis, you know. Well, it's health is always one of those things that we take for granted until we don't have it, and then we just so desperately want it as quickly as possible. It's, it is a great point. The website, drfabmancini.com. Great talking with you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. So anyway, i uh, got a couple more for you. We'll get to that here. Just a bit, Erica. Trending story up next on the Brian Mudd Show. News Radio 610 WIOD.